that bitch. Like, can we be real? Like, love me or hate me, give me my flowers. There's all so many narratives about who I am as a person. You don't have to make a think piece. I, I give y'all the tea. I am that girl. Like, point blank, period. I am her. Hey, hey, hey y'all. It's your girl, Fanita. I got a podcast. The show before the club. This is where we sit, chat, talk, and we drink. Bottoms up, bitch. Happy New Year, bitches. What is up? We are back with another episode of Bottoms Up with your favorite sexy black host. I hope y'all had an amazing new year. And you know we had to start the new year off just us girls. Just us so we can talk about our New Year's resolutions, things we're going to do differently this year. And then we're going to set that shit on fire. And we're also going to be talking about double standards because they suck and I hate them. I hope you guys got juicy ass New Year kisses. I hope you guys like had fun. And I hope we actually stick to our New Year's resolutions this year. But we're going to talk about double standards between men and women. I made a TikTok recently about how I was saying that having sex with random strangers or having sex like with somebody that you don't have a connection with. As you get older, the more and more you realize that shit is not fun. And I feel like we as women got scammed. You know what I'm saying? We got scammed into like, we're just being sexually liberal. And you know, I'm all for the sexual liberation of women. Don't, don't I'm a slut shaming. I don't give a f- y'all. I, I will have a wild pass. But I also feel like we got hood hoodwinked because I feel like as women, we're always trying to like, because of, you know, society, we're always trying to like catch up to men. So, you know what I'm saying? They tricked us into thinking like, yeah, like y'all should, y'all should be sexually liberated. Mind you, that was just a cold, a cold way uh, for them to use us. They just use us like Come dumpsters and it makes you feel so gross, so used and like sad and so lonely because you know what they came there for. Like having sex with somebody and then immediately pulling out and leaving, that shit is like, it makes you feel empty. Like I, and I refuse to do that shit any longer. Like I've been on my like, you know, connection shit and I've, you know what I'm saying? It's been going good. Um, <laughs> but uh yeah that shit is that shit is dead like especially if you have sex sex with men if you're a straight woman this is mainly for us like i don't know how queer relationships work but if you're a straight woman mainly for us if we're having sex with men they're getting over you know what i'm saying they're getting over on us they 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 are pulling the wool over our eyes so now i'm about to get into these double standards and make sure you guys tune in and stick around to the end because we're gonna set this shit on fire so the first one is women are expected to suck and fuck the little out of men's meat but god forbid she expects decent head girl we're we're supposed to be alexis texas on that shit like literal porn stars you have a lot of gall and a lot of audacity to ask someone for head if you're not gonna give them head like who the do you think you are bill clinton i'm not monica whiskey bitch (laughs) it's not going down in the oval office not not on my goddamn watch if i'm giving you head you're eating her you're going to put a napkin around your neck and, and you're going to have a knife and fork and you're going to eat her till I tell you to stop. I hate that shit, bro. And then sometimes when men eat you out, they just half-ass it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I hate it. I hate some half-ass head. Like, I hate just a little. I hate that. Go, go, suck it into your mouth. You know what I'm saying? Stick your tongue into my vagina. Don't just. Like, that means, like, you don't even really want to be down there, bro. You don't even want to do it. Like, if you're going to do it, do it right and do it with some goddamn passion. Okay. Men are rewarded amongst each other for every single girl on the block. But the second they hear a woman has more than two guys, paint a scarlet A on her forehead because she's a slut. You whore. You skank. Jezebel. Hussy. Two cent slut. Like, like, again, I'm saying 
now that I'm on my grown shit, I don't like to just be hooking up with random people. But also, when you get older, you do not be asking people about their body counts. Body counts do not matter. Like, at all. Like, there's there's no realm in, in the earth where it matters. Like, if you like the person, like, some people have, some people be Like, who gives a Like, women are allowed to Women are allowed to have autonomy over their own bodies. They're allowed to play with the coochie and goddamn sit on people's faces. Like, we're allowed to do that. There's nothing wrong. So, having a big body count or a small body count, you should never feel insecure about it. And you should never let guys, especially make you feel insecure about it because who the f are they like again i've said this a million times if i had a warm piece of tree bark and i and i heated up some honey and i put the honey in the microwave and i spread that honey inside the carved out tree bark i could get 45 men to f it but we also have to realize that men aren't allowed to work in morgues and there's a reason for that so do we really give a f what they think about having a high body count they would f their own cousin. Like, I'm sorry, like, we don't give a f what y'all talking about. Men can just come in women, get them pregnant, and then dip and receive no reper repercussions from it. Meanwhile, the woman has to deal with either raising the kid or making a decision of getting an abortion. Both not easy decisions. And what does the man do? He runs onto the sunset, hands clean of the crime. Oh, my gosh. And then also, like, I seen this tweet the other day that was like, if, if a woman has a, a baby by a man that he doesn't want, he he should be allowed not to be in the kid's life. I need to knock on that bitch head because I know it, I know I'll hear echo. What? What? <laughs> like I swear, bro. Anytime it comes to feminism and the liberation of women, they will be one big bird brain bitch to be like, wait, no, guys. Like, are you crazy? That's just not how it works. We both made the baby. If I want to keep it, it's my decision to keep it. Who the f are you to tell me? I don't give a f if you don't want to have the baby. If I want to have it, you're going to have it. Looks like you're having a kid. Like, and if you don't want to have a baby by a woman you don't want to be with or you don't want to have a baby at all, stop having unprotected sex and coming in women. I feel like that solves a lot of things. Obviously, y'all know I'm pro, I'm pro-choice. Pro-choice, damn down to the Gucci slippers like I I don't give a fuck about a man's opinion when it comes to what a woman wants to do with her body you know like that's something that's so intimate and and so serious that no one should be able to tell us what we can and can't do with our bodies also it's crazy that we just kind of floated by that Supreme Court turning over Roe v Wade that just kind of floated on the rug like y'all the fact that that actually happened today will forever blow my socks off. Like, we are literally going back in time. Like, what? And then we kind of just, like, moved on. And that's a huge deal. Like, it is outlawed in some states to get an abortion. Imagine. Imagine a teenage girl. She can't get an abortion if she gets pregnant, bro. Or anybody. She doesn't have to be a teenager. And then also, I'm the type of person, you don't got to give me a reason why you want an abortion. You don't got to give me the sob story. You don't, you don't got to give me the tea. Girl, it. If if a girl got pregnant and she just don't want the baby, she's just like hell to the. It, you ain't got to explain nothing to me because that's not my business. Also, I have a question for the people who are pro life. Right now, um, a woman is getting an abortion. Now, how did your life change knowing that information? <laughs> it didn't. 
because it doesn't matter because it doesn't concern you. What women do, there was a hundred women have had an abortion right now as I'm having, as I'm filming this podcast and your active life being a pro-lifer hasn't changed. <laughs> Nothing's happened. The roof hasn't caved in because it ain't got shit to do with you. So you should mind your business, bitch. Because if I see y'all, if y'all ever try me, I'm knocking y'all the fuck out and don't give a fuck. Also, just because you're religious doesn't mean everybody else is. That's, oh, y'all, I'm not religious. I am not religious at all. Um, I'm, I, I'm agnostic, um, but I don't believe in God. But what irritates me about Christians, and I grew up a Baptist Christian. I grew up in the South, went to church every Sunday, grew up very, very, very Baptist. But what has always irritated me about church and about Christianity and this obviously isn't all Christians. I have friends that are Christians and they're not like this. But, you know, obviously, usually the bad ones are the loudest. But I don't like it when people use their religion to make it justifiable to be bad people. Like, to do bad things. Like, well, I don't want women to get an abortion because I'm Christian. So, the f*** does that have to do with me? The f*** does that have to do with a girl who's Muslim? Or Hindu? Or atheist that doesn't matter the kkk also used the bible to justify why they hated black people so <laughs> it doesn't really matter now does it yeah gag you stop it like if you're religious and that's your personal belief that you don't want to get an abortion guess what you still have a choice you're still allowed that choice because you have autonomy over your body so don't uh pro-lifers irritate the out of me okay any parenting decision a woman makes is subject to mom shaming. Like, moms, y'all get a bad rep, man. Y'all are never the heroes in y'all stories. <laughs> One thing about kids, they go and villainize their mothers. Ain't seen their dad in nine months. The dad show up with a goddamn popsicle. It's like, dad, throw a parade for him. Like, that's like, that's sickening. That's sickening. Like, you don't even know when my birthday is. Like, bro. Dads don't know shit about their kids. Don't know if they got a goddamn peanut allergy. Don't know what day where they were born, what their teacher's name is, if they have red or blue eyes. Like, <laughs> dads literally just to come in, fart on the couch, and turn on the TV, and their kids fall in love with them for the first time every single time. <laughs> and moms slave, stay up all night, packing lunch, cooking dinner, making sure their place is on time. And y'all will never be rewarded for it. Because that's what you're expected to do because of society. You know what I'm saying? Men aren't expected to be fathers. They're not expected to be caregivers. They're just expected to be dads. You know what I'm saying? Like, the bar is so low for fatherhood. The bar is in hell. All men have to do is literally just be that. If, if, if like, if there's a video of a dad literally, like, changing his own baby's diaper, the comments are in there praising him down but there'll be a single mom 19 of four cooking some frozen shit or doing her best to feed four toddlers under four and all the comments are crucifying her crucifying her and all it has to do is like wash a dish and it's like oh my god where did you order him from girl what like, we have to stand up we have to stand up like I don't think dad should be congratulated for being good dads. Like, that's your job. Like, that's what you signed up for. What? All right. So next we got cleavage is prevalent in advertisements and media, but women breastfeeding their ch children in public are told to cover up. 
I've never gotten the breastfeeding thing because, and especially when it comes for men, all you bitches do is talk about ass and titties. All y'all do is watch porn and look at girls on OnlyFans and follow Instagram models. But you see a mom feeding her human child and that's too much. What the f*** do you want the kid to do, starve? Like, I don't give a f*** if my baby's hungry, the titties is coming out. If you, if you can't realize that women's bodies are just bodies, that's the f problem. That's the problem right there. Women are so sexualized that even feeding children, y'all find a way to make it sexual when it's not. It's, it's, a, it's a mom feeding her goddamn child. Like, they do this shit in the wild. Animals do this shit. Cats and dogs do this shit. When cats have kittens, that them kittens sucking on them goddamn nipples. Like, it's not, it's not a weird thing. It's not a weird thing, but unfortunately, we live on earth with men, and they make everything weird, gross, and disgusting. <sighs> Dad bods are considered attractive, but women are given no grace after they give birth and are expected to lose baby weight after giving birth. Let's talk about it. Now, let's be so for real. Jokes aside, like gender war jokes aside, when have you ever seen women just dog out somebody's body that's a man literally never like we make Mike like Mike a hike joke or a hairline joke but you've never seen a comment section full of women that's like that fat guy uh he's fat as hell he's grotesque he's ugly look at his roles you have never I want you to bring me the evidence I want you to bring because women don't give a about men's bodies like, it's all some genuine shit. Like, me and my friends are never just like, oh, my God, but, like, he doesn't have a six-pack. Like, oh, my God, like, his back had a roll on it. Like, gross. Like, women don't do that shit. Like, women actually like men for who they are versus men like women because of their bodies. And men work out and, and do shit for their bodies for other men because girls don't give a f Like, I've never heard a girl just dog uh, a man's body. But if I had a nickel for every time I seen fat bitch or calling a woman fat or critiquing uh, a woman gaining weight for her pregnancy, a woman gaining weight, period, uh, a, a fat woman with a non-fat partner, I would be Jeff Bezos level rich. Men constantly critique women's bodies all the time. And women never do that. Like, and I will put that on everything I love. Show me, show me something. Show me something. Like, yeah, we may call y'all short because you are short. That's a fact. That's not an insult. That's just an observation. And your hairline, you're balding, bro. That's also a fact. It's not a dig. I'm not going to sit here and ignore that giant ass forehead. I'm sorry. You want to pretend like I'm not looking at a goddamn crystal ball? You want me to, you want me to ignore that shit? Nah, bro. You, your hairline receding. You need to hop your ass on a flight direct to Istanbul and get that shit taken care of in Turkey. But no girl is going to ever see like a fat guy and be like, gross, you're fat as No. <laughs> and then what's crazy is guys don't even really do that to their fat friends. Like they'll call their fat friends fat, but they won't dog them out like they do fat women. Oh, sorry, y'all. That shit gets me irritated. And a lot of relationships, when a woman gets married to a man, she's expected to change her last name to her man's 
Who the came up with that rule? Right, because personally, I love my last name. Fanita Leggett has a beautiful ring to it. Um, whenever I get married, I'm making my husband take my last name because I'm not changing it. And I'm not doing that joint last name shit. Like, Fanita Leggett, that name was born to be a star. Like, that Leggett, like, that. come on, I am never changing my last name for nobody. that. Ooh-wee, this one is definitely towards me. Assertive women can, can be considered bossive and less likable while men are praised for, for being aggressive. Let me put down the cards. Because we all know that I am very assertive and very outspoken. And I have found with my time on the internet that people think it makes me masculine. But that's only because they assert being assertive and dominant and outspoken with men, with, with masculinity. Because women are taught that we can't, we have to be dainty, we have to be cute, we have to speak when we're spoken to, we have to talk a certain way. So when people hear me talk the way that I talk, and when I talk that real shit, they're jarred by it because women aren't supposed to talk like I talk. But I don't give a because I'm going to break gender norms. And I hate that shit. Like someone caught him on a video the other day, was like, Fanita's so beautiful, but I hate her masculine energy. What about me as masculine? Look at me and tell me, Name one masculine thing about me. You can't. You think my personality is masculine because society's got your brain warped that women can't have a goddamn opinion and say what they want. But ain't nobody ever going to tell me what the I can and can't say around this real shit. So I hate when people try to say that I'm masculine because I'm one of the most feminine girls. Like, I'm super feminine. Like, I'm, I'm a girly girl. Like, you know what I'm saying? Keep the nails and hair did. Like, don't get it twisted. I love the lashes. Like... Just because I have a mouth and I'm not zipping it shut with a needle and thread doesn't make me masculine and don't make me mad. Then we have a quote here that says, whatever women do at work, they have to do it nicely. But the more you back off, the more they don't take you seriously. And that's real. Y'all remember what happened with Shakari Richardson last year when she tested positive for weed because her mother had passed away and she was depressed and she they banned her from like running the rest of the year. A white woman in Russia just tested positive for performance-enhancing drugs, and they're still letting her run in the Olympics. Now, class, what is the difference? I'm not going to lie. There's so many double standards for black and white women, and one thing, one thing I hate, man, like, one double standard that, like, irritates me, mainly because it just happens to me so much, and I've talked about it, too, is, like, that black women are just like always villainized. No matter what it is they do, no matter the reasoning, we are never given the benefit of the doubt. We are never given grace. We are never given the chance to explain ourselves. But when a white woman does something, everybody jumps to protect them. Every single time. Because society has like infantilized white women that even when the most evil white women, like a white woman can murder her entire family and the picture is them at their lake trip. What? If it was a black woman, it'd be her mugshot. A black woman was sent to prison for sending her kid to school in a different school district. Some white women get off on murder. Like that shit sickens me, bro. Racism, racism is crazy. Racism is a crazy thing, man. It has done a number on us. Okay, guys, I'm back. I had to change to my fire-resistant outfit because this bitch is heat. So now we're going to get rid of these stupid-ass double standards and say goodbye for the new year. All right. F*** you. F*** you. F*** you. F*** you. F*** all of you. Uh, f*** 
those double standards. And I'm gonna light this shit on fire and we're gonna get the fuck out of here. All right, let's do this. Ugh. Hot. All right, guys, so I just lit this bitch on fire and I just wanna say that we should never hold ourselves to these stupid ass double standards that the internet does and to make sure that you're always being authentically yourself. I get interviewed for the first time ever on Bottoms Up. We're gonna do my end of the year recap with my producer, Devin. Y'all be hearing his smart ass snickering in the back during the podcast. He was on Zane's podcast, Lorraine's podcast. Uh, he writes everything, you know, uh, really great. So let's go, Devin. Looking back at 2023 overall, how do you think you'll remember this year by? Honestly, I think I'll just remember my growth. I've grown so much this past year. Like, I feel like a completely different person. And I look like one, too. Um, but, like, I've just really been focusing on, one, not letting people get over on me, setting firmer boundaries, learning how to say no, and just growing and becoming more emotionally mature and more emotionally intelligent and this has been a roller coaster this year has this year has been a roller coaster i've gotten turned every which way but loose you know what i'm saying but one thing about me is no matter how many people are attacking me are jumping me are saying vicious things about me or saying vitriol about me one thing that i will take with me into 2024 is to know that that shit never translates to real life. Fanita get real love. Like, people love me. Like, y'all love me. One thing about me is, because of how I've grown up and always having to deal with adversity, like racism, bullying, abuse, verbal, physical, being starved, all these things, the internet is light work. The internet is light work. That's why when y'all see me, when people are jumping me and making seven part think pieces about me, I get up and I say, and keep it pushing. Cause this shit doesn't matter. Also, anybody that's ever used one of my controversies to get some clout up on their page, let's go ban for ban right now to see who's making real money. Like y'all are jobless, get a job. Instead of reaching those dirty knuckles for your phone and make a video about me, reach for a job application, hoe. Next time you wanna talk shit about me. Cause one thing about it is, I'm still gonna stay booked and busy. After you got done talking about me, the page went back to flopping. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never had to talk shit about nobody to get no clout. But I'm a real bitch, so can't relate. You're a grower and a shower. Period. Okay, so I know this is kind of cheesy, but what was your favorite moment from 2023? Hmm. What's the highlight? I I had a lot of good moments. I would say my favorite moment of 2023 was being able to host Essence Festival. That was, that was crazy. Like, that was insane. And it, it really, like, I feel like that, like, really propelled me. And Would you say that was the first time you, like, saw your power as a host? Yes. Yes, for sure. Like, it was, and just being able to see people, like, in person and see how much love and, like, see people laugh at my jokes, like, in real time. Also, when I did my um, Amber and Ben's live show in New York, I opened for them. That was amazing. Like, doing the in-person shit is amazing. I loved starting this podcast. Y'all, tell me why we're one of Spotify's breakthrough podcasts. Girl, I've been doing this shit for five months. <laughs> I'm really that bitch. Like, can we be real? Like, love me or hate me, give me my flowers. Like, you can say what you want about me. 
whatever the, you know what I'm saying? There's all, so many narratives about who I am as a person. And if you just watch my podcast, you'll find out because I'm an open book. You don't have to, you don't have to make a think piece. I, I give y'all the tea. But say what you want about me, love me, hate me, don't want to f*** with me. You have to acknowledge that I am that girl. Like, point blank, period. I am her. I love it. Biggest loss of 2023. This weight, baby. Hey. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's the biggest loss. Y'all, tell me why I weigh myself and I'm in the hundreds. That ain't, ain't, that ain't happened since I've been in high school, baby. But yeah, that's the biggest loss, baby. I don't take no L's. Y'all might think I'm losing, but I'm always winning in real life. Period. Our resolutions for 2024. Um, resolutions. I feel like I've already made like a lot of my resolutions in 2023, to be honest. I'm just going to keep these resolutions pushing in 2024. One thing I do want to do in 2024 is I want to run a 5K. Um, yeah, that's one of my goals Damn. in 2024. I want to run a 5K. And I just think that would be cool. Yeah. Like, cause I, because like I've been able to like move better and like exercise more. I've been going to the gym. I want to get up like my cardiovascular system. So I want to like start running. And I just want to run a 5K just to say that I ran one because I've always thought like it was cool to do. I'm never going to be no marathon type of bitch, uh, but I want to run a 5K, keep taking care of myself, keep my peace, keep out bad energy, negative energy, learn to like disconnect with the internet and social media, take a break from it and, and just be with myself, you know, find love. But we're on the way, guys. <laughs> All right, we're going to get into predictions for 2024 so this okay. will be fun to look back at at the end of the year and see what really okay. came about all right so who do you think is headlining coachella i want it to be megan Thee stallion who do you think is going to win best album at the grammys let me tell you who they are okay the nominees are the age of pleasure by janelle monet okay did you know that there's a tunnel under ocean boulevard by lana del rey endless summer vacation by Miley Cyrus, Guts by Olivia Rodrigo, Midnights by Taylor Swift, The Record by Boy Genius, SOS by SZA, and World Music Radio by John Baptiste. Let me just note, it's all females that were nominated except for John Baptiste. Okay, so obviously SZA should definitely get Album of the Year, like period, but we all know they're going to give it to Taylor Swift. The Academy sucks. Like, we know we're going to give it to Taylor, but SZA had the... I have never listened to anybody's album all the way through. I have every single song on SOS. SZA is so incredible, bro, but I know they're going to rob her. I know they're going to rob her blind, but SZA, baby, I love you, and fingers crossed here at Bottoms Up that you win Album of the Year. I'm manifesting it for you, but well, you know how they like to do us. Beyonce has never won Album of the Year, so... <sighs> Who do you think you could see getting pregnant in 2024? I feel like Cardi gonna get pregnant again. Mm. Cardi gives me the vibes that she wants a lot of kids. So I feel like I feel like Cardi might have a button in the oven. Watch her have like 10 kids. Yeah. Who's gonna be Fanita's biggest guest in 2024? Megan D. Stallion. We're saying it now. We are gonna get Megan Stallion on this podcast. If I had to go kidnap her and put a knapsack over her head and drag her here, she's coming. I have to have Megan Thee Stallion, bro. Like, Megan Thee Stallion has been my dream guest since I started the podcast. Like, I would love nothing more than for Megan Thee Stallion to come on my show. So Megan, if you ever see this, just know you said fine-ass Fanita at your concert. Don't forget about me now. You said fine-ass Fanita and Anita and I want to take it with Mia. Like we're locked in pretty much like we're dating. Like, come on, babe, come home. Give me two more guests that you would like to see on the pod. Drewski, yes, Drewski. I Drewski, Drewski would be funny as 
bro. Me and Drewski would have a key. And I would love to have my baby Bretman. Bretman, we're mutuals on TikTok, babes. Come on the pod. Like, we would, me and Bretman would have a key. Me and Bretman would have a key. Will Fanita find true love in 2024? I think so. <laughs> I think I think I, I think I will. I, I hope so. If things, you know, keep going well. Um, but I think we're on the cusp of it. Period. Y'all, I will not tell y'all about, because y'all know I'm trying to allude to something here, but I'm not going to give y'all the real tea until slash when we start, like, dating. And then I'll give y'all the scoop. Devin, thank you so much for the questions, and I'm so excited for the year, and I'm so excited to see if anything said in this episode comes into fruition, and I'm excited to give y'all updates on if anything interesting happens in my love life. And now it's time for y'all's favorite segment, Bonita's Fan Fiction! Wait, we got a call on the line? Hello? Hey, girl. Love you so much. I wanted to ask you, what do you think about white passing people saying the word nigga? Okay, like, say that person looks or appears white, but actually isn't. Maybe they're like a light-skinned Spanish person or they're of mixed descent. How do you feel about them saying the word nigga? Thank you. All right, this might be unpopular opinion. But that one drop rule shit do not apply to this fully black woman. Um, if I can't look at a person and tell that they're black, I don't want them saying the word around me. Like if I have to be like, hmm, if I can't like based off your feature, it doesn't even have to be your skin color. But like usually sometimes you can tell somebody's black based off their features. They have like a big lips, big nose, like curly hair or whatever. But if you look like Taylor Swift and come around me saying the word, we gonna have a problem. Bitch, we about to get to scrapping. What? I don't give a f if your great, 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 great grandma was black. That was 800 decades ago. That shit don't matter now. Um, but yeah, if you do not look black to me, don't be coming around me saying that shit. I'm so sorry. Also, I want to add on to that really quick before we move to the next caller. There's so many nuances to being black and being black in America that somebody who's white passing will never experience ever in their life. So we don't have that same like... You know, when other black people, when we say the N-word, it's like, because we, we get it, you know what I'm saying? We're, we're all black. But somebody that looks white, they're not, they, they don't, no. You don't, you, you aren't going to get gunned down in the street by the police. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to get followed around the store. You're not going to get arrested or wrongfully convicted. Like, you don't understand, like, the true racism that comes with uh, that word. Because, you know, black people, rec we reclaim that word, like, during slavery. And even then, it was, like, things of colorism where lighter-skinned people got to work in the house and darker-skinned people had to work outside. So, it's like, there's so... This is, like, years and years and years of shit. You know what I'm saying? That's a whole hour's worth of our episode. But, like, yeah. So, like, that... Those nuances, that, too, like, you'll never really experience, like, what it's like to be truly black. Because it is not... <laughs> it's not rainbows and cupcakes around this All right. Next caller. Hello. Hey girl, hey. Hey babe. Okay, I also have another question. When it comes to coworkers, how do you feel about being friends with them? Like, because there's so much like back and forth about coworkers being fake and people not being genuine with you. How do you feel about taking coworker relationships outside of the office? Do you feel like it's a no-go, proceed with caution, or you're just like, F it, you're, you're gonna be friends with whoever you're gonna be friends with? Because I feel indifferent. Because there are people at work that I feel like I am cool with, 
But then they'd be doing weird, shady things that I'm just like, I don't know, is it me or should I just fall back and be the straight-faced bitch at work? Mm -hmm. What do you think? I mean, I know it's different for you because obviously you're not in the nine-to-five world no more. But <laughs> I'm glad you, you said no more. I'm glad you said no more because y'all be forgetting that I grew up from the goddamn trenches. Like Y'all just be thinking I, I was not fed with a silver spoon. I used to wait tables. The thing about me is I was like everybody's favorite coworker. Like all my jobs, like all my coworkers like love me. So I would actually just be friends with my coworkers. My coworkers were cool. They were cool. I, there were some of my coworkers that I didn't with at all. I almost got in a fight, like a fist fight with one of my coworkers one time because that bitch tried me at work. But like, I guess it just depends. Like you can kind of tell which, which coworkers are fake though. Um, but I will say like, I, I understand the aspect of like, I'm just coming to work, do my job and get the out but y'all need to learn how to play like the the corporate monopoly game you know what i mean like people like it when you're nice like even if it's just fake it's and i'm not saying you have you should have to do this like it sucks that you just can't come to work and work and you have to be friendly but that's just the optics of it all and, and that's just what you got to do like in order to like climb you got to like be able to like be friendly you got to be able to seem personable and be excited and like be friendly with your coworkers. even if you hate that stupid bitch pretend because that comes in handy when it's like oh my god like everybody loves someone so let's give her like the promotion let's give her a raise da, 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 da. like you know what i'm saying like i i hate it but you know i guess it just depends like if your coworkers are cool they're cool but if they're not f them but i will be careful be careful about what the f you tell your coworkers. like make sure you listen to all their business get all their tea but tell your coworkers very little about your personal life just in case hey Finita. hey babe. love your videos i'm so happy um, on your, you know, weight loss journey and all that. Um, yeah, so I'm calling because I'm having a little dilemma right now. So this guy I've been talking to, we, I've been talking to him, well, first of all, we started off as friends. We've been talking for a year, though, like, kind of like flirty and stuff. Um, we did the for the mm -hmm. first time a couple months ago. And now it's like, it's just in an awkward spot. Like, I don't know whether to, like, because we and him had a good friendship, but I don't know rather that I want to, like, date or what, because I'm kind of catching feelings. Oh, that's no um, good. So, yeah. And then on top of that, it's like, me and him are kind of toxic. We go back and forth. We, like, argue and stuff. Mm. But we like makeup and you know the makeup but it don't be real good so i don't know i'm just in a weird spot um yeah i feel like you got to talk to him about it girl i can't help you i can't do nothing but pray for you uh you're gonna have to take that up with your man like y'all gonna have to come y'all gonna have to come to terms either we're gonna be together or we're gonna be friends but let's be honest though if y'all can't be together y'all probably won't be friends i'm gonna let you know that possibility straight up because once you once you add sex into a relationship of any sort it changes it like, no matter how people say, like, oh, no, no, it's casual, it's casual. It's having sex with somebody will always change the dy that dynamic of your relationship. And if y'all are like, well, let's be friends, y'all have already f***ed, so y'all are probably going to keep f***ing, even if you're saying, like, y'all are just going to be friends. And then the cycle is going to keep starting over and over. So I would say to get some clarity on what y'all are and then move from there. But just know that if the, well, let's just be friends conversation comes up, y'all will never actually be friends. And then if he ends up dating someone, y'all will definitely not be friends because who, what girl gonna be cool with her dude being friends with a girl you didn't have sex with multiple times? You know what I'm saying? And vice versa for you too. So it's like, y'all never be real friends. Let me tell you that straight up. So it's either y'all date or y'all are nothing. And that concludes Fanita's fan fiction.
And also, unfortunately, my loves, that concludes the whole episode. It has been a great episode, and, it's, and I'm looking forward to this year. I'm so optimistic, and I'm not an optimistic person. I'm a realist to my core, but some things in my life have just been happening that's giving me hope. Um, so I am very optimistic for this year. I'm so excited. I'm going on my first ski trip at the end of the month. I'm going out of the country. I'm going out of the country. I'm going to Canada. I'm going to Montreal. Uh, and I just want to say that I love you guys. We, we really put bottoms up on the map and we did it in five months. We didn't even need a whole year. Uh, thank you guys for support. I love you. I hope you had a happy new year and I hope we stick to these resolutions and stop letting them broke bums you. Especially without a condom. I'm tired of cash shopping y'all abortion money. But if you like this episode, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe to the Bottoms Up YouTube channel where you can find episodes just like this one. Guess what? When? Every Monday. We do it every Monday at 12. I love you guys so much. Thank you for sticking beside me. And we got an exciting year of Bottoms Up coming. All right. Bye. <laughs>